Hello, and welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. Here you say what? I'm not going to give you that satisfaction, bro. <laughs> I'm too fast for that shit. I've been doing it my whole life. Stefan, Stefan was like, uh, he's like, hey, we're about to fade in from the music. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll, you'll hear me say it when it's time. And you're like, hello. And I was like, here'd you say what? And that's how I explained the joke that just happened. This is Matt. This is Stefan. Wow. Holy fuck. We did it normal this time. What? Oh, nothing. No. Okay. That was a legitimate what? Like, what do we do normal this time? Uh, our names. Our names. We normally fuck our names around. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to keep people on their toes. And also using the same joke over and over is uh, not funny. Yeah. I but, mean, it's but, just good to give them something, I guess. Yeah. But cut to next week where I use the same joke again. All right, it's I'm next week. It's that. next week. Yeah. It's next week right now. So, what what joke yeah. are you gonna pull? Uh, I don't know, but anyway, it's been a uh, it's been two weeks, or it's been like what we missed last week, and I think maybe we missed the week before. It's been it's a been while. Two weeks. Two yeah, whole two weeks. fucking weeks. I mean, the plus side, nothing in our lives has really changed like at all. Nah, uh, not at all. We're both basically the same entity uh, that we were pre- previously two weeks ago, except for the fact I'm engaged. Yeah, and I'm gauged in the ears with piercings, or at least I was. What happened? No, I used to have gauged gauged ears. Oh, you did? I didn't. I didn't know that. Really? I mean, it was very small. Like I gauged my ears all the way to like what was before an O, like an eight or something. No, no, no. Oh. It got the smaller you got. So it was like a two. I thought that's pretty close to a zero. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I think, got up to that, was like, ow, and then stopped. I don't blame you. I went up to seven, seven sixteenths, I think is what it is, and uh, I had to step back down. I was like, no. Yep, yep. Anyway. But, uh, I'm in, but yes, I am engaged now. Stefan is engaged to a lovely person, uh, and they fought the gender norms, and she proposed to him, and it was quite beautiful, and I was very happy for the two of them. However, that happiness has passed like all things do in life. I'm no longer happy. Thank you. And thank you for allowing it to facilitate itself and then pass away. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan, Mazel tov. Uh, Thank why you. Why don't you tell me about how you feel and very personal items about things you did after being proposed to? I'd rather not, but um, it was a good time. The timing was great. We were just chilling on the balcony of our Airbnb looking at the ocean and stuff and uh the frank she, ocean yeah she told me the frank ocean my god she told me you know in a perfect world she would have liked to have like fireworks and all this shit and all that stuff but um i think she knows me better than that and also she felt like it was the right moment and i felt like it was the right moment and so yeah it was really cute it was cute cute sweet sweet that's very funny you say that because and i'm not trying to like take away from how amazing that was because that is very fitting of the two of you especially the fact that even she was the one that proposed to you um not that you wouldn't have done it just that of course your guys's proposal or whatever is like a little different from the norm bleh but uh it was, it's funny that i think the week before i was at the beach and we were at a balcony that had fireworks because like the fourth of july uh or something and it was like oh cool so when you said that just now i'm like Oh, basically the setup that we had. <laughs> That's funny. But hey, you know, I, I liked it more low-key. You know my energy and, like, 
you know, I, I would have been totally fine with it being a big ordeal too. Too, I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't have changed my answer, but I prefer things to be smaller and you know more niche and and like just it's more chill that way. I feel like there was like no pressure on me. Yeah, no social no pressure. No um, bringing out the entire fam. Putting right. it on live stream is like you know. Rose and I did talk about putting it on the Twitch channel so <laughs> everyone can see it, but. Uh, I was like, I don't think no. Stefan would appreciate that. And she was like, what the fuck do you know about Stefan? And then she hit me across the head. And then she's like, no. you know what? I don't want to spend more than $5 on it. No, him, so. no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool, man. I'm I'm happy for you, t- the two of you. That's pretty great. Thank you, sir. Uh, I got the, my own personal stuff going on this week, too. That leaves me tired and busy. But I don't want to share that with these random ass people so all of you guys can go fuck yourselves in the most loving way possible thank you for listening <laughs> wow that's it that's really it yeah that's really it Bas- uh, i mean well basically i'm just moving in with my girl but that's about it okay that's incredible yeah, yeah right fucking nope hey speaking oh, that's of a movies, big that's a big what the fuck oh yeah speaking of speaking of movies have you watched nope what is that the new jordan peele movie yeah, I went and saw it like a few days ago. The, why did you ask then? Because I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I did go Wait. see it, though. I did. I did. I really did. Excellent. I watched it, too. You I did. watched it in IMAX. Cool. In IMAX, it was actually really fucking cool to watch because it's the same cinematographer as Christopher Nolan uses uses his, his movies. So the guy who did Dunkirk, which was the last IMAX movie I saw with you. I mean, just saw in general, but I saw that with you. Uh, so it was just kind of funny that way. And then also the sound design of the movie was pretty incredible. Listen to an IMAX. That's awesome. Yeah. What did you, uh, I don't know if we want to make this a whole nope episode or anything like that, but did you like it? I did. I actually really liked it. I thought it was really masterfully done. Honestly, I thought this was a, uh, incredibly good movie. Me too. It, it had, um, it had a different vibe to it. I really appreciated. Um, and it's weird. I actually think I picked up on a lot of the nuance more than I thought I did, which is weird. So there were some people, okay, because, and I can't, I don't know how to feel about this really, because Jordan Peele is starting to get the, like, oh, he can't just say something. There has to be multiple layers to it, which I think this movie is a really good example of like, yeah, he can have multiple layers of different things, meaning different things. But he doesn't. That doesn't necessarily be his go-to thing for every single movie. So just that kind of mindset kind of leads to disappointment in the long run of things. Because sometimes if he just decides to make a simple movie, people are gonna be like, "Oh, where's the fucking nuance?" It's just like, chill, dude. <laughs> Rose um, Rose asked me immediately, uh, like, if I knew what the significant significant nature of a certain element in the movie was. And I was like, Oh, it was, it Gordy? was this. Yeah. Like Gordy, it was the whole shoe but, thing. And okay, I was just yeah, like, yeah. and I was just like, look, it means this. And she was like, that's exactly what people have been saying online. And I'm like, that's so weird. Cause that just came from my own fucking brain. I didn't look at, at shit about this movie. I had no idea what I was, what I was going into. And right, Rose had, and Rose had actually seen it before me. She went with a friend to go see it. They went and saw it. She came back and was like, it's great. I would totally go see it again in the theaters if you would be down. And I was like, yeah, let's go. So after our trip, we went and saw it. And uh, it was, yeah, it was fucking good. I mean, it definitely has like a weird vibe to it. It's one of those movies that doesn't really have a flow. It sometimes has like fast moving parts and then slow moving parts almost immediately after. 
It was kind of like a, a weird, wishy-washy type fever dream movie, but I liked it I for didn't... that reason. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying, but I think that was good recovery period. Uh, I really am, do not want to spoil this movie. I think it w- I think us talking about it and the themes about it may lead for a good episode, but it should not be this episode because the less people know about it, the better, in my opinion. And so many people, so many people it. are fucking hating on that movie too, and I just yeah, tell really people, fucking dumb. I just say go watch it if you're like I don't know, it gives me um, Donnie Darko type vibes uh, somewhat. I don't know. I, I thought it was way more entertaining than Donnie Darko, but what I was going to say is Those the, type vibes, those type vibes, though, where oh, yeah, like you're, yeah, guess, you're guessing a lot, so that's cool. So the the theme of the movie, like, I immediately got it, and the whole Gordy thing, not to say who Gordy is, but I'm like, oh, it's obviously a parallel to this main thing. Like, it's there's a theme there that's very, that I thought was pretty identifiable, but, you know, some people didn't recognize it because I'm, you know, League smarter than them apparently not really but i just watched a lot of movies i just find movies that get really really like shit canned can sometimes be some of the best movies i've ever seen that's just like oh yeah and people are just like i mean that's the thing it, you can't have the mindset of i don't get it i don't really want to try to get it then that's okay you don't have that mindset you have the i don't get it it's a bad movie how dare this movie not hold my hand the entire way through it how dare this movie tackle ideas that i'm not I haven't personally lived through and I have no need to explore those different ideals on my own accord. And even a five minute blog on YouTube or something, it's just, it's, it's a frustrating thing because smart movies are being considered dumb because dumb people are watching them and not getting them. Basically. And that's not say anyone who didn't get it isn't dumb. I think anyone who closes their mind off to understanding or more experiences, that's a dumb person, not someone who just, didn't go, didn't get what the movie was going for, but then look, had to look it up afterwards. That's not dumb. It's just a different setting and situation that you may have not been privy to understand, but then you looked into it and now you do understand it and you can still dislike the movie. You can understand the themes from it and watching it and completely dislike it. That's completely cool. But to write off movies like that, it's just really fucking annoying, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, definitely I understand the idea of not wanting to do homework after watching a movie. You want the movie explained to you. You go to a movie to walk away from it and say, wow, that took me out of real life for a little bit. Instead of, you know, thinking back on it, that does happen from time to time. But no, for by no means should the movie be discredited. I can see how people can see it as being slow because it does have some of its moments. But at the same time, it's kind of fast moving. Considering its length compared to the black phone, I felt like the black phone like went on forever. Um, whereas this movie was over before I knew it, so it definitely kept my attention. Um, it did have a moment or two, or two where I could perceive it as being slow for sure. But and I missed a couple of things, absolutely. But um, yeah, I think that uh, overall, I think the overall movie was great. The theme is great, and people should check it out for sure. It's cool. Sound design is some... sound design is crazy. Sound design is fucking crazy. I can't speak much to the cinematography though. It's another deal where we went and saw this the in the uh, at the draft house. Okay, and, stop uh, going to the draft house. Honestly. I guess so. I guess so. No, stop but check it. this. But check this out. Uh, Rose went and saw it opening weekend, and it was great. And then we went and saw it after we got back from our trip. And I was like, it was kind of dark. And Rose was like, it was significantly darker than the screen, I guess, they were showing it on when it first came out. Did you guys go to like, and this is incredibly specific for our draft house. Did you guys go theater to like eight. Theater, 
Yep, that's it. Okay, because those are add-on theaters that fucking suck. Anytime a movie's watched there, it's just awful. So if you're able to, if you are going to continue going to the draft house, which I worked at draft house for almost two years, so I can talk shit about it. Of course. I mean, I figured that it was that you would know what screen. If you're going to continue going there, check the tickets if you can. And if it's theater seven or theater eight, don't do it. Those theaters are awful. They smell bad. They like they're in the back corner. Like just literally, they're the worst. And but, but the tickets are so a, cheap. But the tickets are so cheap. Well, the thing is, when that gets in your way of something and you come out of, I don't know, let's say the Batman or Nope saying that the cinematography is not good when clearly it has, very, I mean, I'm not, that's not the argument for the Batman. I'm just saying like, Nope had very great cinematography. And if like you didn't see that because the screen was dark, that's taking away from your experience and enjoyment of the movie. Oh, no, I mean, seriously, looking at the Batman just on my phone was already a, a fucking increase. So I, I, I know for a fact that that in particular was the screen and here we go again the black phone wasn't bad though and i think that was on like theater four or three well yeah those in as long as it's not seven or eight then it's good every other theater is like the big mass like it's uh, a <clears throat> to get a little behind the scenes here it's all the same projector line upstairs for those theaters while it's like a different add-on. For, they're like Piccolo theaters, if you remember those. They're like small, dingy dollar theaters in the back of normal theaters. For sure. Yeah, so it's, it's just not worth it. Um, especially if you are someone, and I know you, who can be affected by poor cinematography, which if cinematography is dark, it is technically poor in your mind. So that can ruin your enjoyment of the movie. Or yeah, it can but- affect your enjoyment of the movie. Nope didn't bother me as much because I use a lot of silhouette and stuff, you know, so. Yeah, but there's some. Bat- really Batman was scenes. Batman was like noticeably bad. And yeah, Nope did have a couple scenes where I was like, I don't know what's happening. But uh, Nope. Oh, my God. It was. The- OK, so there were two legitimately very like scary scenes in there that freaked me out. That barn scene was probably ruined for you because you couldn't see shit. Right. Uh, yeah. God, that's so frustrating because that was such a good ass fucking scene. That that legitimately sent goosebumps down my spine. And then the other scene was the uh, the show. Yeah, that dude that put a fucking pit in my stomach. I watch a lot of horror movies, but like once again, not to go into what happens, but like that part put a fucking pit in my stomach, and I was I just felt awful after watching it. And then it, of course, the rest of the movie has a, it has a little bit of a turn after that point. And how it's kind of presented, which I really appreciated. But that's all I'm going to say. Watch the movie, everybody, if you're curious. Um, it is very different than Get Out. It's very different than Us. Uh, there is actually one theory about the theming. So, like, I t- when I watched it with my girlfriend, we were on our way back. And I, she's like, so what did you think the theme was? Because we actually talked to my mom about it. She saw the movie before we saw it. And my mom was like, I, you know, I looked up the theme because I was curious. Because uh, she said it wasn't super apparent for her and i was like okay that's fair and then i came out of it and i gave my girlfriend the kind of idea of what i thought my first impression of like what i thought the idea was and she's like oh here's another thing online and when i read about it i'm like this is so out of left field but then the more i thought about it i'm like it's interesting because it holds basically there was a possibility of theme of like police brutality in the movie and i thought well, the thing is, like, it's not a bad one. And the more you think about it, it actually does have some weight. But 
the only reason I don't like that is because that comparison would have more than likely not been made if Jordan Peele wasn't black. I think, God, I just really want to fucking talk about this movie. Like, I really do. But uh, I think the main theme of it is something different. And maybe he did have some underlying things that does also reflect the police brutality. I wouldn't escape. I wouldn't put that past him because he's just a very smart individual. But I don't think that was his main theme. And I think the quote at the very beginning of the movie, because it opens with a quote, is uh, contradicts the whole police brutality thing. As as the it's not the main thing because of that quote, but that's that's all. Oh God, I, that's all I want to say. You said a lot, sir. I said a lot, but I hopefully haven't spoiled anything for anybody. I hope not. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, uh, so what else is new in the life of Stephen Marquis? You know, I'm just fucking working and shit. Oh wow, super interesting for a podcast. My uh, computer is moved on. I've moved on it to like two different scan systems. And bro, uh, you need to fucking seems... put that computer down. Take it out back like Lassie and give it a fucking double barrel to the head. Don't talk shit about it right now. It's running the podcast, but um, <laughs> it's running better, and I'm able to find my files. So that fire is pretty much out. I just need to be able to recover them all. That's the only thing. So it's gonna nice. take some time. Excellent. Um. Have you played multiverses? No. Were you curious about playing multiverses? Uh, you know, kind of, but at the same time, uh, no. <laughs> you should check out multiverses. I mean, it's free. It's literally free to download. I was playing it a bit yesterday. It was on PS4. Nah, it's too much money. Or, PS5. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I know, I know too much money. What, what with the procedure and all. Uh, but it's anyway, the too game much is, money. <laughs> the game is uh, actually pretty good. It has a very interesting mechanic. It's um, you can do one on one play, which thank God, and they have like no items, so you get rid of all that smash bullshit. Um, the servers are not Nintendo, so they work a little bit better. <laughs> and then uh, the two v two kind of co op combat is actually really interesting. I think it's worth checking out. I think there's some solid gameplay features and solid uh, characters that had different kind of play styles. If you're a fan of Smash Brothers, check it out. I've seen, I've looked into it, uh, and yeah, I, I totally see that vibe going for it. But um, luckily, I got like the the Nickelodeon All Stars for free. No. It's, I mean, the I got it for free. free and it's, and it's better than the Nickelodeon one. Cool. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I don't know. I my, my interest hasn't been like peaked on that. I know, but they're different developers. If you do have a kind of need to play a smash clone that does its own thing pretty decently, give it a shot. It's free. That's all I could say. Don't, don't have it written off because you played a sh another shitty clone. Yeah, I'll try not to. Yeah. And then, in other news, uh, since we were at one point a news channel for some reason or another, or we were described as a news... Not, not described. What were we? We're labeled as news? We're labeled as news, yeah. <laughs> like, permanently on, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're like a news podcast. Hell yeah. So, Lady Gaga is now in The Joker 2, and they had, like, a little teaser thing where potentially she'll be playing, like, a Harley Quinn-type person. 
Interesting. I don't know. It's like a silhouette thing. It shows uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker silhouetted, uh, and then a Lady Gaga silhouetted, silhouetted with like a little heart uh, stamp on her face. So yeah, cool. Didn't they just also recently cancel like a Batgirl movie or something? Yes, that's also what I was talking about. So Discovery, who bought Warner Brothers recently, has just been fucking mopping up a bunch of their shit, which on one hand uh, is possibly possibly unfortunate because the Batgirl movie probably could have been good. But at the same time, Warner Brothers has also made some real fucking awful shit. Uh, so they, even though the Batgirl movie was pretty much fully done, they are now taking it off of any doc that... They're saying they're not going to put it to HBO Max. They're not going to put it in theaters or anything. They're just going to let it disintegrate, which is uh, unfortunate, but Sucks. probably for the best. Because once I, because like I said, uh, Warner Brothers is just a monster. Just uh, they need to be stopped. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then I don't know. So this is like part of their whole. They got bought out, right? Warner Brothers got bought out, and mm-hmm. now they're. Because of this merge and this acquisition, they basically stopped it in its tracks, from what I understand, right? Like, they, they were still working on it. And wasn't Brendan Fraser going to be in it? Uh, yeah, I think he was going to be a bad guy. That fucking sucks for Brendan Fraser, man. Yeah, I mean, and I, the thing is, the movie's pretty much mostly done. I think filming was pretty much wrapped, and all they'd have to do is, you know, editing, which could take 10 years, whatever, but... uh. It's crazy that it's not going to see the light of day at all, even for a quick buck or a quick write-off or whatever. For for real, I mean, how can they even get away with like changing the terms like that so late in the game? Well, I mean, and then they also are possibly shelving the Supergirl movie because the Supergirl is going to be in the Flash movie, which who the fuck even knows what's going to happen with the Flash movie because Urza Miller is just the worst person in Hollywood right now next to the other terrible people in Hollywood. What's the whole deal with him? Uh, He's just like an insane asshole. Basically he's like physically attacked people. He's been on crazy drugs and alcohol. I think there was one situation that he has assaulted people that were letting him stay in the Airbnb or something like that. He's what the fuck? He's kind of a maniac. (laughs) Legitimately. That's horrifying. Yeah. So he's, I like you take a look at him. It's like, I can totally see him playing a serial killer. It's like, Oh, probably cause he probably would be in another life. Yeah. That's, that's, that's scary, dude. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't like some of the power just being so openly, you know, that it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a whole bad situation, but you know, they also had the flash movie with Michael Keane returning as Batman. So I think they were, they're going to still try to bank on it. Cause it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's way too late to do reshoots to just replace Urza Miller. Urza Miller, even though they probably should just do it. Fuck it. Didn't they already like film Aquaman two with Amber Heard also? Yeah, they were pushing for Amber Heard. Well, that's the thing. It's like they didn't even. I think they were far enough that they could have just not used Amber Heard, but they still fought for her to be in the movie. And it's just like, why? Why are you guys just making all these bad choices? Yeah, just stay out of it. You know. Um... I, I can't understand why people are like mad about Disney with the whole Tim Allen thing still. And I'm like, you know what? He made a choice. There is freedom of speech, but like, dude, shit can be held against you. And that's it. That's what is, life. What happened to Tim Allen? I don't know. He just has like, you know, more 
other side type political ideals that don't necessarily align with Disney. So the conspiracy theory was that Disney axed him because of that. But apparently that's not it at all because he still does stuff for Disney. So I don't know. There's a stigma out there, out, you know. And I'm like, you know, even if Disney said, hey, you're completely fired because of that, they have every right to do that to protect their company. You know, you don't just follow idealisms because it makes you a quick buck. Yeah. So does uh, does that mean the Tim Allen Christmas show, Santa show is not going to happen? I think it still is. OK, thank God. Whew. That would have been a terrible Christmas. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think there's still keeping him around or whatever but my point being is that yes like there is freedom of speech in like <laughs> in a way but not really dude like not really that's just life you got to know what to say when to say it what's proper to say what's not proper to say what's appropriate what's inappropriate and that's about being a fucking adult sometimes you don't say the shit you want to say because you know that it's not the right situation it's not the right time you might be in like a professional environment and it's a fucking customer or something and Now's not the time, so, you know, you got to be an adult and use your language wisely because even though there is freedom of speech, shit, that can, they, what, they, what they say all the time is that, like, whatever you say could be held against you in the court of law. Now, of course, it's like, that's when you're being arrested, but still, fuck, you know, you got to yeah. be careful. You got to be careful. Freedom of speech means freedom of consequence. That's it. And like freedom of being disagreed with and freedom of also getting a lot of hate. Whatever I believe whatever you put out in the world, you get it right back. So fucking that's what happens sometimes. And, you know, people, I, the blame game needs to stop. Like, and Hollywood needs to get their shit together. I guess they are, I guess somewhat, you know, and I don't blame the big companies for being like, you're out of here. They had their chance. They made a bunch of fucking money. Sounds like this. The flash dude is a, is a jerk and a dick doesn't understand what he has. So, God knows what will happen to him, but I don't yeah. blame I don't blame them for making decisions. Wh whichever yeah. decision benefits their company, you know. Yeah, Discovery said that they're doing a full a full blown reset, and they want to do a whole ten year Marvel esque plan for the DC. And I'm just like, dude, this is so tone deaf because, like, if people are getting tired of superhero movies. Like I, I think it's it's gotten to a situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've talked about this multiple times, and I feel like I'm always going to talk about it because this is just always what's going on. This is what happens when you only have superhero movies in the theaters. It's the only shit we could talk about. But uh, I, I feel like even though, like you know, Thor: Love and Thunder and all these superhero movies are still getting money, they're they're not underperforming. I I think a lot of the passion for from people has been a little bit more robotic than. Uh, you know, pure human passion. They're not like, oh my God, what amazing thing. It's just like, this is the thing I'm doing because I'm programmed to do. It's like, I think 10 years from now, if superhero films or whatever, or shows, whatever, aren't completely off the map, they'll be doing very poorly. I could be wrong, but I think to do it a 10 year gap to a 10 year plan at the pretty much end of the last one is just a poor choice. No, I agree. It's kind of phasing out. Did you say Discovery? Discovery bought fucking... Yeah. DC? Wow. Warner yeah. Brothers and DC? Mm-hmm. Together so at last. So Discovery Channel also owns um, Rooster Teeth now. Yeah. Because uh, that was... Rooster Teeth was owned by Warner Brothers. That's wild. That's crazy.
I mean, is Rooster Teeth even a thing anymore, honestly? <laughs> For Ruby, pretty much, from what I understand. Yeah, but it's, I mean... Well, yeah. I watched sure, most of Ruby season seven and like a little bit of season eight. I don't know. I, I'm trying to. I think Ruby has separated itself from Rooster Teeth in a in a sense. For sure. I mean, because Rooster Teeth was like the people there and everything like that, and a lot of them have left or kind of you know have a had a thing happen to them or this or that, which is kind of sad when you think about it because it was such a prominent thing in our like childhood, and you think on it, it was like man. How are these people doing? <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder. Makes you think. You're like, hmm. You know, uh, I I think when Bernie Burns left the company, that's when I kind of was just like, all right, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, that's how I saw. Speaking it. of speaking of failing companies, we like to take a moment to promote our company, the Empty Glass Podcast. Uh, if you like to listen to us, we're here almost every Thursday. With sometimes only a week apart, sometimes two months, sometimes five years apart. But hey, we'll be here if you ever want to join the chat along with our conversations. Go ahead and hit us up. You can also follow us at www.theemptyglasspodcast.com where it will lead you to links for Spotify, Amazon Music, I think, Apple, Podbean, and many more. Join us there. Join us in the chat. I love your faces. Buy our merch. We don't have merch yet or ever. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent plug, not a hitch. Thank you. You know, I'm sometimes I question my own perfection, but let's be honest, I don't question perfection because I'm perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> true, bro. True. So true. So, so true. modest. <laughs> modest like mouse. Hot, modest man. Modest man over here with this little modest penis. Whoa. I was talking about modest know. modest mouse, bro. Jesus fool. You don't have to bring it about you know name boom hour now. Yeah, so I got Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Was it just a bunch of tits like Xenoblade Chronicles 2? <laughs> no, I'll give it some points. They they dialed back the perverted bullshit that was in the second game no way uh, they did there's like one character with boobs but they're 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 large but they're not absurdly large and she wears kind of tight clothing but not too, it's acceptable there's one and like there she even has baggy clothes later on i'm like oh okay cool i respect that that's cool you're not being skeevy gross weirdos about this shit uh uh but now i am and like the there's gameplay too that's very interesting, and I I kind of want to sink my teeth into. But at the same time, god damn, do characters repeating the same thing over and over again drive me insane? And what I mean by that is, at the end of every fight, it, there's like a generic like, "Hey Lance, I think this guy wants something a bit meatier." Like every like he's like, "Was oh, that it?" It's like I want I think he wants something meatier. I have no shit heard that line fucking like a hundred times i swear to god in my few hours of playing it i've heard that line so many times it happens at the end of every single fight and i'm just like oh my god this is fucking awful and like i listen to reviews and this is this is the thing that happened in zero by chronicles 2 i think probably x as well but and that's the thing is like yeah it's brought back repeating the same lines over and over again but that's uh that takes the backseat and behind the like good story and good characters and i'm like this shit sucks 
this is really annoying. This actually takes away from my gameplay. Why would I play a game that annoys me <laughs> legitimately? And then, you know, the game, the gameplay, the story and the characters, whatever. It's like a fucking 15 minute cutscene at the beginning. And it shits under tutorials. Like it takes forever to get into the actual meat of the game. So I got to the point that I checked out super early on the story and the characters because the game would not shut the fuck up and just let me play. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. So it, like, it's, like I said, the gameplay is interesting. I'm getting to the point now where it's interrupting me very little. I'm still kind of curious to pursue it. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you fucking not allowing me to play your game? Why are you annoying me when I do play it? Why can't you be Xenoblade Chronicles X that was good and your main character didn't fucking talk? <laughs> for real. <sighs> yeah, so uh, better than the second one for being less creepy. Uh, but still very infuriating, lazy bullshit that is in it, which is upsetting. Just make Zero Blade Chronicles X on Switch. That's all I need. Just do that, and I'll be fine. <laughs> that and Beautiful Joe. Beautiful John Switch. Beautiful well. Joe. Beautiful Joe on Switch. You fucking cowards. Put it on Switch. <laughs> cowards, wow. Yeah. Oh, an update to the last episode. Uh, Stefan got me the Metal Gear Solid 4 game that he bought while we were uh, chit-chatting. That's right. I did. I sure did. And then I proceeded to get him nothing for his birthday because I haven't seen him. And also, I just moved in. I just bought a new place. Not a house, just like a new apartment, whatever. And very low on money right now. I'm very poor. So please, buy, go to our Patreon. Uh, give us money. Buy our merch. Go to our OnlyFans. Yeah, do that. <laughs> we don't have any of those things um, at all. Yet. No, at all. Only fans um, kicks off uh, next month, boys. Okay. <laughs> for you, maybe. It's okay, Mama. Daddy will provide the sugar for you. Jesus, fuck. That too. <laughs> or he prefers Jesus, but sure. But sure. But sure. So thanks for listening to the Empty Glass Podcast. Really? We're going to end it there? <laughs> no. I mean, we can. I mean, we can. I don't know. I don't really it's have been much two for weeks. topics. I know, but I don't have much for topics today. I really don't. Um, yeah, I, I'm for, I'm fairly burnt out. But uh, I do have one more topic. But what are you gonna say? Um, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have been playing uh, quite a bit of my Vita. I just hacked my Vita, and uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, you didn't just hack your Vita. Your Vita's been hacked for a minute. Yeah, I actually went in there and did some updates, though, um, and updated some of the software that's on there. Uh, they have, like, newer versions of it that run things better, so that's pretty cool. Nice, what you playing? Super Nintendo games, uh, Link to the Past, and Earthbound. And then on the PSP front, I'm playing Siphon Filter, Dark Mirror, and Spyro. And then on the Vita front, the only game I have installed right now is Borderlands 2. And I'm, like, a level 5. Not bad. And I've actually hacked it to where there's new CPU hacks that have come out to overclock it. And I'm getting Borderlands locked at, like, 30. And then it can go up to 60 sometimes. So it's, like, oh, pretty, good. Pretty, play, pretty playable. That shit sucks. That's, like, the worst place to play it. I also downloaded Borderlands 2 on my MacBook Pro or my MacBook, my MacBook Air, the M1, to see how it would run. And it can actually run... 60 frames locked with pretty much everything maxed at 1080p. So that's pretty cool. Nice. M not much different than my gaming PC. The only difference is that, of course, it's tiny and it's small and it's portable. But there's only so many games that are portable or compatible, I should say, 
with Mac M1. Most of the games are compatible with PC, which require like a 32-bit or 64-bit architecture. Mac M1 is its own computer chip designed by Apple, but they are expanding the games like weekly. So there's a lot of games on there that are now available that like my Steam library updated and all that. And so, yeah, I downloaded Borderlands 2 because it's just six gigs. Um, it's pretty small, actually. And uh, just to kind of benchmark it and see how it works on this laptop compared to my PC. I will say my PC can probably target 1080p 120, especially with this new display that I have, um, which is great. This is targeting 1080p 60. Um, so, you know, there's a slight difference. 120, especially on a 120 hertz monitor, is like phew, stupid, you know. Um, there's almost nothing like it. And especially on the PC front, I really enjoy it. Uh, most games I've played on my PC, even something like Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is pretty graphically intense for my PC's time, I'm sure it wouldn't be able to run like a modern game like that, but 1080p 120 is very possible. Nice. So, well, that's cool. Glad you stepped up your Borderlands 2 experience after all these years. Uh, kind of. I don't know. I'd rather just play it on my computer, but at the same time, I can't access shit on my computer. Um, I on Switch. I don't know. I... Oh, you know what? I think I have it on Switch. I think I have the Handsome Jack collection. I think because I, I mean the Handsome Jack collection usually goes on sale all the time on. Switch I think I have it. it. I, I'm pretty sure I have it. I think I already do. But here's the thing: my computer is at it is like two decimal points. Oh, it's at ninety ninety six thousand nine hundred and sixty two thousand out of one point two million. So it's getting pretty close on scanning everything. This one's only been running for maybe a week at the max, so I'm guessing a few more days on it, and it should have results. But my hope is is that this scan program will find my missing partition and just put my missing partition right back on top, because that's that's what the problem is. That's it. I hope so too. I hope you don't have to. Uh, the, well, the, see the, execute the, your. My backup. My backup plan is to take a drive out one at a time, buy an eight terabyte hard drive copy all the fucked up data from the five terabyte to the eight terabyte clear the five terabyte and then put all the data back on it and do that five times that's my that's my contingency plan because on this program i'm literally looking at folders like from 2016 and 2018 and all over the place and they all have stuff on them so this other program is very 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 promising while the other program is just looking for a partition that might be hidden so if this one can find the partition that's hidden before this one finishes the scan that'd be fucking cash money Cash money in my pocket. It's a little uh, race around the world in 80 days, but in a nerd world. So, yeah. Very fun. Very fucking cool. My computer's been on for like another two or three weeks straight now. Two weeks straight, I want to say. I don't envy your your electric bill. Yeah. It's actually lower than it was uh, in June and July. So, I, that's not wow. bad. That is not bad. That's actually what I would call a uh, a Kansas ticket of okay. Yeah, it's for me. It's it's I run the computer on low power mode, even for streaming right now. Like even streaming for our podcast, I'm low, I'm running my computer in low power mode because I don't give a fuck. Wait, I'm uh, not putting it through too much stress either. I mean, I think between the two programs and Discord running, I'm only using like twenty percent of my CPU, so it's not that bad. Have you watched The Boys? I haven't. I finally finished season three of the boys. Have you ever watched like an, an episode of it? Nah, you should check it out. 
Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, nah, I mean, there's a, uh, did you, did you start watching what we do in the shadows? I finished it or I'm caught up with it. Wow. Even to like the newest episode. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I have not watched the latest episode. Uh, what about only, only murders in the building? Okay. Hold on. We're jumping through a lot of shows right now. No, I have not watched that. I was kind of curious about it. Uh, I don't really like Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. She has a fried voice. She's like Tim Kono. Um, yeah and it's a shame because like it's steve martin and uh, martin short isn't it it's a great show watch it just watch it fucking uh, well watch the boys okay well fucking watch only murders in the building bitch Fine. i will okay wow bitch i'm calling you bitch hard b word b-i-t-c-h bro yeah uh but i mean even my sister really liked the boys and in case you're like or anyone listening is like oh you were just talking about superhero shit is done with i'm like it's not a superhero show. Like it has superheroes in it, but if you watch it, it's more of a statement about capitalism and shit. And it's just, you know, there's a just, yeah, it's really good. Excellent. Excellent show making. I think it's one of the best shows in television or best TV shows that exist right now. The Orville is also doing pretty good. It's the, the newest season started off pretty shitty for me because the, just the fucking, they like the first four episodes of the newest season are straight up. So non eventful, like, shit happens and at the end of the episode they're like that all pretty much happened for no reason and it's like what the fuck but by like episode 5 and now I think we're up to episode like 10 or 11 dude it really takes off it's great so Orville How, for sure are you gonna watch uh, the Sandman what Sandman as in like the fucking Marvel Sandman no the I mean, there's like the Sandman comics by Neil Gaiman about the guy who is literally the god of dreams. Sandman? No, not familiar. Have you never heard this? Okay. Well, very interesting concept. The comic itself is um, very interesting art style and it's very macabre. Uh, And it's just an interesting kind of take on these gods like you know, death has been in prison for multiple years and he is finally released and things are different. His older sister is just death, literally. And what was the, the macabre, com- what was the macabre thing from fucking what we do in the shadows? What do you mean? He was like, this is a macabre paper. Oh, oh, uh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. Like when they were doing the, like they looking like for party streamers for the Baron. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 that's it's like macaroni, not macaroni, but it's, it was like this macabre paper. It's like, no, no, that's, I don't think it was, was it macabre? I think so. All right. He was like, no, that's tissue paper. It's not macabre paper. It's like, no, this is macabre paper. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, the, the Sandman show is coming out to Netflix soon. It looks really interesting. I do want to watch it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Yeah, it's great. Cool. I feel like we've lost all steam and fuel for this episode. Um. Well, I mean, we're pretty much there. I think we're about 15 minutes shy, or actually uh, 10 minutes shy of hitting our full hour. Yeah. I mean, we're basically just like, have you heard of this show? Have you heard of this show? Yeah. <laughs> so, I But think, hey, it's I cool. Think I, think, I think with that, we are kind of at our max. Do you want to sign us off? Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode today of Empty Glass of Podcast. 
we'd like to take this moment to thank our sponsor, Big Tits Tits. And you can follow us at the EmptyGlass.com podcast. The full name is www.TheEmptyGlassPodcast.com. And if you want to join us next week as we talk about more bullshit on Twitch, please, please do so. Well, maybe we'll talk about your bullshit. You know, maybe your mom has been telling you to pick up your laundry and you've gotten very upset by that. And so you like to de-stress with two almost 30-year-old men who uh, I think for the most part we've grown to pick up our laundry, but I, so I think there are some occasions we'll leave some socks on the ground and our mo- mothers come in and tell us to pick that shit up. And you're like, Mom, I'm 30. How are you still in my house? Uh, and yeah, that'll be it. Thank you. Have a good day and brush your teeth. Fucking brush your teeth. Bye. <laughs> brush your yep. teeth, though. For real. Do it. Uh, anything else? Uh, any, anything Anything else? Well, it's a good thing you cut the episode because those people fucking suck. Yeah, I know. That's what I think about them. You know, doo-doo, poop, 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 poop. I can't tell if we're still recording or not. The, the Twitch thing says, in the fucking episode. No. Okay, fine. Bye. Bye. Bye.